Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. It's 107 in Edmonton, hour number two of Oilers Now. Brought to you by Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. You're all in one convenient location. Digitex dot C-A. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Bob Stoffer at Rogers Place, Edmonton in the Red Wings tonight. You can uh, text us at 630-630 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. And follow us on Twitter as well, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott, uh, Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village Steak and Seafood Cooked right at your table. Visit the Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park locations. We are going to be joined right now, as we are every Friday at 108-ish, by Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the horses. Horse Racing Alberta, they present live standard bed racing every uh, Friday and Friday night and Sunday afternoon at Century Mile. Speck has just weighed his way back from the protest. He's calling us on the cell. Speck, how you doing? Awesome, Bobby. How you doing, my friend? How was that protest that you attended? Pretty good? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey! What's going on in our city today? No, no like kidding. That? Well, it's hey, hey, it's uh, it's great that we have freedoms in this country, uh, as opposed to some of the other oil-producing uh, countries on the planet. Anyhow, uh, speaking of oil-producing, the oil have been producing the Edmonton Oilers. Mark Spector six goals against the Flyers in a subpar performance. So the coach has lots of artillery to work with to get him jacked up for tonight's game against Detroit. Well, you know, I thought that Dave Tippett had a really sharp quote. I don't know if you guys used it on the show yet uh, this morning when he said, you know, yeah, they beat Philly 6-3 and McDavid had five points and won the game. But he said, we're trying to build something a lot bigger here than than just winning a game on a Wednesday night, the seventh game of the season here. There's, there's way more to it than that. So, you know, I think, Bob, you you would be able to attest to this. There's been times in this town where winning that game was good enough, but, you know, a couple, Taylor Hall had a big game or someone had a big game, Everly popped three, and, and everybody, I'm not pointing the finger at those two players, but organizationally everyone kind of said, hey, we're great, we're great, and they weren't great, you know? And I think this team now realizes there's clearly a lot more to it than just watching Connor get five points. Uh, so he had a pretty attentive group at practice uh, yesterday and a group in the film room that were ready to kind of take that Philly game apart and really take a long look in the mirror and say, you know what, yeah, we won, but we've got to play better hockey than this if we're going to accomplish anything. Here. Well, Koskinen played great in that game. I know he gave up three, but, I mean, he faced it's it. Great. He played great. And, Mark, that was your big question, Mark, when we started the start of the season was, you know, hey, 
they got to get enough saves, and through seven games this year, they've gotten more saves than six out of those seven games. Oh, for sure. The the biggest question mark is goal, was goaltending and on this club. Uh, you know, Mike Smith's history is that he t- tends to take an injury at some point during the season. Uh, if that goes the right way, if Koskinen's game is is good, and if Mike Smith's game stays where it's at and he can stay healthy, I'm knocking wood as I say it, um, that's a game changer here, right? That's the first and biggest sort of false floor in this team for me when the season started was was you, whatever you do, if you don't get goaltending, you can't win. So if they get goaltending, all of a sudden now we're looking at a little bit of a different club here than maybe we were thinking about back in September. Well, and they've banked the points. I mean, they're 6-1. and one, And frankly, Mark, they've had a favorable schedule as well. We've talked about that a lot, Mark Spector, for the horses and horse racing Alberta. And here they've got... Now, it's interesting because I, I do think... Like, Calgary's got a good hockey club. I think we both think they're pretty good. I don't know if they win 50 games. I think they'll be close to that again. But I, I think sometimes players get, you know, they know, okay, McDavid. Guys get jacked up to play McDavid. The Oilers have gotten two teams on back-to-backs. Well, Philadelphia did not play well in Calgary, and Detroit did not play well in Calgary. The Oilers got the win against Philly, but Philly played, I thought, a better game. Oilers have to, you know, capitalize on these opportunities when they get teams on second of back-to-backs. Well, yeah, and I mean, we looked at the schedule before it started at the first 10 games and said, you know, there's no world beaters in that group. I thought, I think if I recall, the Islanders were probably the toughest looking foe in the whole group. So, you know, I mean, listen, if you can't beat the bottom teams in the league, that means you're one of them. So, you know, good news for the Oilers, right? They've rolled through a fairly decently soft schedule and they've won all their games. So, you you know, the tough ones are coming, and they're going to have to win some of them too. But this was a team that lost that game against the team that played the night before in Calgary on many nights ball. And, you know, the good teams win those games. The playoff teams, they win those games. They take advantage of a Detroit team that got beat up a little bit last night in Calgary. And the good teams get their two points tonight. And that's, you know, let's face it, the Oilers are trying to become that good team. And these are all the signs. You beat Minnesota right now. You don't drop two points to a Winnipeg team that's kind of scuffling along here. So let's see if the Oilers can keep that going. All right, uh, Mark, the top end guys are, I mean, the power play is obscene. It's uh, 45.5%, obviously first in the NHL, 10 of 22. There's six of their last 10 over the last four games. That's pretty good. Uh, so McDavid, Drysaddle, Neil, those guys are going. Nugent Hopkins started to get it going. Cassian's had a great five-on-five start. Mark, tonight, the Oilers' bottom six, which will feature Shane with Karen Russell, Patrick Russell, and then Haas with Tomas Yurcho and Josh Archibald. They have combined for a grand total of zero goals and three assists in 33 combined games. Yeah. This is problematic moving forward, is it not? Yeah, you can't, you know, it's not going to... Like, shooting percentages are going to come down. Power plays are going to come down. Your PK is going to give up a goal or two here. It's just inevitable. So, you know, at some point, you know, good teams sort of have that new hero every night, right? Somebody scores the big goal that comes from a lot of different places, not just three different guys or four different guys. And and that does have to change. Or, you know, that good team I was just talking about a second ago won't emerge, right? The, the good teams get it from everywhere. And, you know, guy, let's pick a guy, Jujar Kara. You know, it's time for him to... to show something other than skating up and down his wing, right? He's, he's in my eyes, he's still that guy that when you watch him play, you look and you go, man, there's a lot of player there. Boy, he looks like he can accomplish something. Look at the move. Look at the shot. Look at him 
retrieve pucks with his you know, big body, nothing happens here. Shujar Kare sort of embodies some of that bottom six for me. It's about time in the season that something happened with number uh, with number 16 and, and really any of the guys he's playing with. Let's get after it here. Mark Spector joining us for the Horses. Horse Racing Alberta presenting live standard grade racing every Friday and Sunday at Century Mile. And Mark is our headliner today for Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. Mark Elliott Friedman was just on. He was postulating, and there is a difference. Yeah. And he was discussing the possibility of Taylor Hall. Of course, he pre- prefaced it by saying, look, you know, strong possibility in New Jersey in the driver's seat to keep him. We've seen Ryan Smith come back after what was maybe an uglier divorce than people realize when he was traded. Mike Comrie came back to Edmonton. Taylor Hall is a heck of a player, Mark. Is it possible that that could happen if he does not sign in New Jersey? Oh, it's anything's possible. Um, you know, I, I listened to Elliot, and I think what he said that rung, you know, the had the most weight for me was if after all the things that have to happen, if Taylor Hall decides I'm not signing in New Jersey, and uh, as we speak, apparently they're talking about uh, seven-year extension for Nico Heischer out there. I know. Um, you know, so those are there's a commitment from ownership there that if I'm Taylor Hall, I like. But if all of those, you know, tumblers fall together into a place where Taylor Hall closes the book on New Jersey, then he's looking for a team with really good centermen that has a chance to be in the playoffs every year and win a Stanley Cup. He's a UFA, and he's picking the best team he can find. So it would be up to the Oilers to show that, you know, through this season that they're that team. Uh, that's a long way, Bob, from here to there. All Isn't right. it? It's a long way. I, I love the story. Taylor Hall comes home. But holy cow, man, it's a long, and lot of uh, things yep, have sure. to happen. Uh, absolutely. If ends and butts were candy and you know yeah, what. Yeah, right, right. All right, one more for you. Ken Holland, what do you think this game means for him tonight? Uh, knowing Ken Holland, you know, obviously he wants to win, but it's he's a big picture, long process guy. Whoever wins this game, it's not going to, you know, it's it's a two points in October. Uh, he's trying to build something a lot bigger than that here. So it'll be a little bit probably emotional to see that other uniform, mostly for him. I had a long chat with Kirk Maltby and Chris Draper for a piece I'm writing right now for sportsnet.ca. And, you know, he's, he's revered. His fingerprints are all over that organization, Bob. Look down their list. Like, every guy learned at his feet, including Steve Eiserman. So he's kind of watching his team still until – and, you know, until Stevie Y changes it a lot, this is in many ways Ken Holland's team the orders are playing tonight. Is that fair? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, kind of looking in the mirror. It is. They got <laughs> five first round picks that are currently not with the team. Now, one of them was made by Eisenman, but four that were made by Holland. Uh, let's see. He's in two. Three, all four of them are actually down in in the minors right now. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it, I, I think this is going to be an intriguing night. Mark, we're, we're going to let you get to that story, okay? All right, thanks, Bobby. I'll see you tonight. Mark Spector's appearance is brought to you by our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. Brendan Escott is back at the station. Brendan, how are you? Things are going well. They are. I think we should do some trivia. I, think I just we should te- as well. I just text you the answer. Okay. okay? At uh, so uh, you can reach us on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. 
The trivia question. What do we got up for grabs today, Brendan? A pair of tickets to tonight's game. So remember, if you're going to participate, you need to be able to pick these up before 5 o'clock this afternoon. They are here at the station. So All right. So you've got to have access to wheels or have somebody that's capable of picking them up. It's actually a pretty easy question. I said it was going to come from the last four years because we had a texter yesterday that called me, uh, what did he call me? Old, I believe, is what he called me. Uh, you know, it's bad enough that I get that from my kids that call me old, but you, the text, come on, man. Here we go. From the last uh, four years, and it'll tie in a bit to Ken Holland and the team that the Oilers are playing tonight, the Detroit Red Wings. At the 2015 NHL draft, one of the players that the Edmonton Oilers were considering looking at with the 16th overall pick before they made the ill-fated trade, uh, 16 and the 33, to the New York Islanders for Griffin Reiner. One of the players that Edmonton was looking at, ended up getting drafted 19th by the Red Wings in the 2015 draft. He missed all of last season with a torn right ACL. And he has a brother that was the number two overall pick of the Carolina Hurricanes. So, our trivia question again, name the 19th overall pick from the 2015 draft that Edmonton was looking at that missed all of last season with a torn right ACL, required ACL surgery. You can uh, reach us on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. You cannot win on text on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 630-630. want to tell you that you can make your way down. Go see the folks out at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. Wetaskiwin is a, a terrific community, small-town atmosphere. Let them prove why cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford is an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. You can give them a call at 1-877-477-3673 or visit brentridge.com. Go down and see Milt along with Rich, Johnny, and the gang at uh, Brent Ridge. They love hockey, and they know their vehicles as well at Brent Ridge. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Ford in Wetaskiwin. 120 in Edmonton. Zach Cassian coming up when we return in Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. It's 123 in Edmonton. Uh, Brandon, we've we probably got 800 to 1,000 texts in and some people that are very uh, passionate about a lot of issues, not just regarding the Oilers, but oil and who produces clean uh, products internationally. So thank you for all of you who are contributing to the show, as always, in the democratic process. I don't have to be right all the time. That's the beauty of it. That's how it kind of works. 
Did we get a winner on the trivia question for the tickets uh, for tonight's hockey game? Uh, the question again, uh, the... Detroit Red Wing pick who tore his uh, right ACL last season required surgery. 19th overall, 2015 draft. A guy the Oilers had in their radar screen at 16. And uh, who ended up winning there, Brendan? Chris H. is going to tonight's game. Okay. And if, it, if Jenny Spechnikov was the answer, uh, no, I would not trade Paul Yarvey straight up for Spechnikov. Just as an FYI, because somebody's already texting on our Ashley Fine Floors text line to suggest, well, maybe the Edmonton Oilers should consider doing that. Uh, to the uh, injury report for James H. Brown and Associates. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. I mentioned I uh, was at an event yesterday uh, for the Derrick uh, Golf and Country Club, as well as uh, the Rotary Club out of uh, Southwest Edmonton. They they went to the broadcaster that was closest to the venue. I think that's what ended up happening there. But I was there with uh, Tom Anselmi, who's the uh, new COO, along with Keith Gretzky and uh, Patrick LaForge, the the old CEO for the uh, Oilers uh, organization. Tim Shipton were a part of it. It was great seeing people out there. And I bumped into uh, Trent Brown, who's a, a huge uh, Oilers fan, Edmonton guy, terrific athlete in his own right. Saw Tom Richards there as well. A couple former Edmonton Eskimos. James H. Brown, by the way. Jim Brown uh, had his uh, hockey career uh, ended due to injury when he was a member of the Edmonton Oil Kings uh, back in the day as well. So the injury report for James H. Brown and Associates, James H. Brown, personal injury lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. What do you got, Mr. Escott? Well, there might be some trouble in Colorado, Bob, as uh, Nathan McKinnon, a game-time decision tonight against uh, Florida with a leg injury, it sounds. Uh, Down the QE2, both Elias Lindholm and Andrew Drew Mangiapane left last night's game against Detroit. Lindholm with a leg injury after taking a slash from Darren Helm. Mangiapane with an upper body injury. Both of them questionable for tomorrow's game against Los Angeles. Coyotes defense uh, defenseman Jordan Osterley left last night's game with a head injury. Also questionable for tomorrow. As for the Red Wings, Patrick Nemeth dealing with an illness. Uh, did not dress last night against Calgary. Adam Ernie has an upper body injury. And uh, Danny DeKaiser is out with an abdominal injury. Jonathan Eric on IR with a back injury. Here in Edmonton, Joe Kim Nygaard missing two to four weeks with a rib injury. Adam Larson with that fractured right fibula has a timetable to be determined, and Joel Pearson uh, will remain in concussion protocol for a few more days. Yeah, uh, it'll be intriguing to see just in terms of uh, with the Red Wings tonight, second on the back-to-back. Again, we believe Jonathan Bernie is coming up. Speaking of coming up, here's what we're going to do. We'll push the Zach Cassian conversation to uh, the final half hour of the show. Uh, Jack Michaels also gathered some thoughts from Jeff Blaschel the head coach of the uh, Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Brennan Escott's got an extended interview coming up with the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings who are in Red Deer tonight. Uh, that is uh, Brad Lauer. I want to tell you, Royal Pizza celebrating 50 years in Edmonton, still making it great. On now through the end of October, Royal Pizza is offering the Combo Special. Your choice of Greek or Caesar salad with garlic toast, two medium gourmet pizzas, and four anniversary cookies, all for 50 bucks. Pick that up at any of their 14 Edmonton and area locations. Uh, Pierre Lebrun reporting uh, they're closing in on a Seven-year deal north of $7 million for Nico Heischer. Heischer had 52 points in his rookie season. So did Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Heischer played 82 games. Nugent Hopkins played 62 that year. If you take a look at uh, Nugent Hopkins' deal, seven years times six million. Heischer is seven times seven. Then prorate the difference in the cap. Uh, Okay. I would say maybe the feeling was there might have been a little higher offensive upside with Nugent Hopkins and Heischer. Uh, But 
time will tell. Uh, he sure had just a so-so second year. Some would say same situation for Nugent Hopkins as well. Of course, Nugent Hopkins' uh, second year was in the 12-13 lockout. And he was a little bit banged up during the course of that year as well. And I do think there's some comparables between those uh, those two players. Uh, still to come, this day in order's history for New West Travel, Brad Lauer with uh, Brendan Escott. Uh, I'll have a conversation with uh, Zach Cassian and uh, Jack Michaels with Red Wings head coach Jeff Flaschel. Brendan will guide you home the final half hour. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.